1: This is the 100th episode of Deadlines Crew Call, and today's guests are filmmaker Denny Villeneuve and his production designer Patrice Vermette as they discuss galaxy building and Warner Brothers and Legendary's *Dune*. One of the most uh, striking things about the movie and its feature adaptation is how accessible it is, because in the wake of the book and the Lynch version—it was so massive—and you've made it so accessible. And it—it's—it it just has—it has a um, a really fascinating rhythm, and you really get to know the raw motion of uh, of everyone. Was that always your intent to basically take this enormous scale? novel and just bring it, bring it down to, bring it to its basic level.
2: The the idea was that to try to make it uh, the most accessible story, to to bring the story, to make sure that an audience that had never read the book will feel welcome. And that was the goal at the beginning, but we didn't succeed to do that over a weekend. It was a long process in the writing uh, room to, to uh, uh, get there. In the same time saying this, it was very important for me that we will to keep uh, all the elements of the story. Uh, uh, I'm talking about all the layers, like the geopolitics, the, 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 the religious uh, uh, thematics, the, the ecologic thematics. The, the, there are so many elements in the book that I love that I want to make sure that everything was there, but still to, we tried to uh, um, make sure more specifically in the, in, the, uh, in the opening of the movie, that uh, people will get the basic of this world and uh, feel welcome into it. And that was probably the biggest challenge of this adaptation.
1: And then when you got the job from Legendary, was there a script? Was Eric already working on a script? Or was it at that point that both of you started teaming on the script?
2: When I shook hands with Mary parents, there was nothing and <laughs> was like, there was like the, the idea, uh, uh, I met Eric pa- uh, I I brought on board, I, I, I brought uh, Eric Roth on board and I asked, Eric, we, we, uh, I, at the time I was like uh, finishing uh, uh, Blade Runner and um, I needed uh, uh, Eric to start to crack the beast and, and we had uh, several meetings together, trying to define what will be the way to get inside that story. One of the main elements, the key elements for me uh, that I said to uh, Eric at the very first meeting was that uh, I wanted him to focus on the women. The, the, I wanted the femininity of the book to be upfront. At, and I wanted to make sure that uh, the Bene Gesserit the congregation will be uh, at the very, at the forefront of, of, of our adaptation. And that Lady Jessica uh, will be not the main character, but just just beside the uh, Paula 3D. She will be uh, part of the uh, totally uh, uh, um, sorry. I will repeat. This. She will be uh, one of the main protagonists and not just an expensive extra. I wanted her to to be at the very heart of the the the, the, the focus of the story. Will be this relationship between the son and his mother, and uh, um, yeah. So it's uh, I, I'm uh, I started that from zero, from scratch. It's, uh, wow.
1: So there, Patrice didn't even have any kind of lookbook created for when you went to meet with Mary to say, Hey, this is my vision. This is how
2: I <laughs> no, would do. It's not the way it happened. The, 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 the way it happened is that uh, Mary was looking for a director and I wanted to do Dune and I step into her office and we smiled at each other and we shook hands and let's do that together. There was no, I, I didn't pitch or I didn't do, uh, um, uh, Mary wanted to work with me she, uh, and me. I wanted to work with her. She has the best reputation in the business and and I, and I, uh, and uh, I, I, Dune was uh, by far one of my biggest dreams. So uh, it was like, uh, um, I think that we were just excited to work with each other, each other.
1: And the other question I was going to ask, when did you decide, was it very early on, that you were going to make separate installments?
2: It, the, the idea came very fast. At the, uh, uh, Probably uh, the second time that I met them, I said, guys, uh, uh, thinking, I, I I suggested strongly that we should do it in two parts. In fact, I said to them, the only way I can see this is is in two parts. Uh, uh, to give justice to the to the book, we need to do uh, to have a very very long first movie, which would be like Dune Part One, Dune Part Two, and and they agreed on that spontaneously. They said, yeah, that that we think is the best way to do it.
1: Now, you've worked with Patrice since the beginning. It's it's your sixth film together. What, um, Patrice? I'm going to ask this question. Where were you on Blade Runner 2049? I was um, I, on Blade Runner
0: 20 uh, 2049. Um, I was uh, taking a break in Tahiti, and um, no, I, I, I honestly in um, for 2029 uh, 2049. Uh, Denis and I had discussion, and I was I was working on uh, on other projects, uh, one with uh, Adam McKay and uh, another one with uh, Natasha Jutton. But uh, that's uh, that's that's fine. That's that's life. Um, you just meet other people, and you um, and then uh, and then uh, someday um, Deni came back and he said uh, it was a, a a snowy. It was a, it was a beautiful day that morning. I remember. It was uh, it was snowing outside, and uh, Denis uh, texted me, and he said, uh, "Hey, you want to grab breakfast?" And I said, "Sure." And so we went to uh, one of our favorite places in Montreal, and um, you know, like we 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 talked like old friends because we're old friends. And he said, uh, "How would you feel about uh, working on on Doom with me?" And I said, "Are you are you serious? Is this?" Uh, is this there is there a hidden camera somewhere <laughs> and uh, he said no 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 there's no hidden camera there is this is serious and i said wow this is that would be like a, a a 50 you know i was 49 there and then it was a dream you know like you you never you know you dream of those of those of those opportunities and especially an opportunity doing that with a friend uh we're gonna kind of movie like a massive movie like that with a friend was a uh, and I knew how Dune was special to Denis because it's his—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a book that he's been, re- that he's been dreaming of, of turning into a movie since he was 13 and 14 years old. So I took that with the utmost respect and respect to him and also respect to the fans of the book because of the, the universe that the Frank Herbert created. Uh, so I went back before reading the script, I went back to reading the book. So it had, I had it fresh in my mind and then I read read the script that uh, that Denis had sent me, and um, yeah.
1: And then are
0: are are you
1: part of the decision making process when it came to shooting this in Jordan?
0: Well, the uh, the Jordan part we we did the, at the beginning. Denis and I we uh, we looked at the we did some Google traveling. We tri- we, we we tried to uh, to put. You know the, the, the to, to create Arrakis and what elements uh, of Arrakis uh, we needed? We needed like in like a an, like a sand dunes that would be beyond beautiful. They would be uh, they, they they would they would communicate the idea of danger, like a massive 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 uh, sand dunes. And we needed a place with rock formation. Denis had shot a movie called Incendie. I don't know uh, if you saw it, but, uh, and he had shot it in Jordan and he remembered going to Wadi Rum. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, exactly, exactly. Uh, Going to to Wadi Rum and where you'd have uh, 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 an amazing amount of different types of rock formation that would create, that would help create the diversity of landscapes uh, on Arrakis. So we, we we Googled as I was saying for the for the sand dune parts, uh, we we had done uh, uh, Google travel. We had put put files together and um, very like we then we hired like different like, Joe Caricello, our uh, line producer, hired uh, different scouts uh, over the world and they scouted uh, the Akama Aca- A- Desert in Chile. They scouted the uh, uh, Morocco, they Scouts of other places, and we decided to uh, go on a, um, on a on a on a ca- desert casting tour, I would call it. So we we left for like ten or two, 10 days or, or or fourteen days, I don't remember exactly, but and we started with Jordan. It was important for Denis to start with Jordan first because that would anchor, you know, that would that was the most important. Place. And then from Jordan, um, there was multiple things to take into consideration, like travel time between Jordan, Budapest, and 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 then from Jordan, we said, okay, we we understand this is an amazing place. It's a spiritual place when you enter Wadi Rum. You're taking, you're being taken by these massive uh, uh, rock formation, and if you don't believe in God, you believe in God when you when you enter Wadi Rum. That's for sure and from there we went to dubai abu dhabi and then morocco but when we when we arrived in abu dhabi we looked at each other and we said yeah that's the mother of all desert and it's <laughs> if you if you enter there's no question if you go there by yourself in the in the open desert you die that's for sure so
1: so in terms of the the design you know the I'm sorry I we, we're always looking back at the Lynch version because you know it's the only the only thing we have before this but that was sprawling and 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 uh with a lot going on and and you've made it you've made it futuristic but you've kept it like again like the movie itself uh, very approachable these are these are black tombs um Tell me about your approach to how this would look, and then also about the hieroglyphics and the language. Did Herbert already create that, or was that something you had to create?
0: Oh, that's a multiple. Uh, part yeah, question. no, yeah. So I'll um, okay.
1: Because I think of the buildings, and I think of and I think of the walls, and I think of the hieroglyphics in it.
0: Okay. So for the um, for the uh, uh, let's start with uh, with with Arakis and Arakeen. Um It was important. Well, in, for the whole movie, Denis' approach uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Denis. It's always been like we had we 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 need to anchor our story into a realism, almost like if it was like a, a documentary. Let's let's start let's start like that. If you have like strong and strong anchor and in, in, in people can kind of relate to it as people will then be able to, to to believe in the more fantastical aspect of the story. No, it's, it's, it's anchored. It looks real. So when there's a giant sandworm, you believe in it because you're, you're grounded into something that, that that's realistic. For, um, for Arakeen, the, um, the the architecture uh, was um, I'm sorry the, the question has so multiple parts uh, you're talking about the hieroglyphic you mean these yeah I
1: was curious if that was that a language that Herbert himself had created in the book or did you guys have to invent that for the film you,
0: the the hieroglyphic you mean for for when we're in the uh, you mean the 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 relief the bas- or you mean the um, but I, I would i'm say, sorry no but I, if
2: i may... Uh, okay, uh, the, no no but the, the answer will be uh, uh, that uh, patrice <laughs> sorry <if laughs> go I'm on. Go on. but the the there was a, the, in the book there's a lot of cultures and patrice made sure to develop each culture the caladan culture, yeah. culture the Arakis culture the arconen culture we we developed each with their own language and we had the language specialist yeah. that developed the spoken language and the written language. And uh, 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 Patrice supervised the writing language. And so everything that is in, in visual in the movie is something that is inspired by the different language that were designed, that, that were described in the book. But Patrice mm-hmm. came with the visual language yeah. to express it. I mean, this is this has been designed with Patrice's team and this linguist yeah. Yeah. that worked developing those hieroglyphs that you're talking about. Sorry, my
0: friend. No, oh, no, no, it's fine. Because I, w- I was, uh, I was uh, wondering if you were talking about the murals themselves uh in everything Arakeen. you see that
1: okay. you see it etched in stone and you also okay. see okay, it okay. In, okay. In murals. okay. No,
0: that, that's uh that was part of the uh and thank you, Denis. that was part of the uh, uh of developing the the cultural aspect uh, of it so it's not uh it's we, we feel re- like a reality we feel the past uh and the the murals for instance uh, uh in the Iraqi residency were uh, were made to It's like as a concept that when they build a residency, they needed, they hired probably local artists and these artists represented their version of what life on Arrakis is like. And that's not in the book. That's something that we we came up with. So it was just like when you go to a church and you see the, the stained glass, it tells a story. So those murals, they tell a story. And just to refer to one mural in particular that is that is uh, that is uh, featured in, in, in the movie, it wasn't it was scripted that Paul walks in front of a mural and there's a big uh, 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 there's a big sandworm. The sandworm we decided to represent it as a mythological uh, creature. Uh, that's our own decision, and to create the 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 as a mythological creature that commands respect, almost a godlike figure, and the and the mouth of that of that worm is like a sun, you know. It, so it's like, so when Paul goes into it, he's mesmerized by it. He's like, oh my God, what? This, there's more to it than just a than just a scary, you know, a creature.
2: I, I think that uh, what Patricia referred as a, a one of the one of the many reasons. Why I deeply love working with Patrice is his sense of details. And, and when he designed that mural, the idea that there will be some kind of religious content mm. linked with the worm, because at the end of the day, the worm on Arrakis is a God figure. Mm. And the way Patrice was able to interpret this idea of bringing a a, a new kind of icon into the movie that Paul, before meeting the the worm, will meet the icon Mm. of the worm, Mm. the religious icon of the worm, and would be in in, in contact with that spirit, uh, Fremen spirituality uh, um, art Mm. piece uh, was very moving to me. Patrice developed in different uh, uh, part of the movie uh, different kind of reference of art references that that, that uh, from different culture, and it's something that I thought made the, the uh, brought a lot of richness to the movie, and a lot of depth. Yeah.
0: Thank you. And, and in the and in the uh, the laboratory, I don't know uh, if you were uh, the ago in the laboratory, all in the stone. It's super subtle because it's, it's it's a laboratory that's been built thousands of years before. So the walls are. F- Filled with lines of hieroglyph, it's like the stories of the. Fremen. Uh, we're thinking maybe it's the maybe the 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 imperial uh, had a, asked the Fremen to to help in the building of 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 that. It's a sub story that, the, and then I was thinking like we we could put hieroglyphs like lines, and they're telling the writing is on the wall. They're they're telling their their stories any 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 way they can. They 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 they, they struggle to tell to tell their own story. So, as also in his artistic
1: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW, void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Did you storyboard every single shot that's in the movie? Or just certain sequences?
2: No, the, 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 I will say that the, uh, apart from uh, very very few scenes that were like uh, uh, moments between two characters in a room maybe that I didn't storyboard uh, uh, but I, I will say that the movie was almost entirely storyboarded why because uh, uh, it's uh, for precisions to uh, make sure that all the team knew exactly what we, what were the needs uh, because we were uh, working in a, a specific sandbox to uh, budgetary restriction patrice had to know. Mm. What will be the angles? What will be the, the how I will approach each scene? So he will know how, how many uh, what the how many uh, uh, piece of walls are, 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 are I will approach. The, the...
0: This is the extraordinary way, like working with Denis and the precision of the storyboard uh, that they develops with uh, Samu Deki, It's like you know where you're going. So so the storyboards help me, helps the DP, helps the visual effects, helps everybody. It's like it's it's, it's the bible that everybody uses and say, okay, and we can dissect those uh, those storyboards and uh, it's very uh, meticulously made.
1: Do you think um, we'll get to see those later this season? Do you think they'll be published? Sometimes uh, that happens.
0: Uh, uh,
2: uh, I can say that uh, they were part of the, the storyboard that will be part of the, I think in the, uh, uh, the art book that uh, will come out uh, uh, soon. And, uh, but it would be, you, we could also publish just a book about the storyboards of Dune because the the artists who worked on it and made the very beautiful, uh, all the, the soul and the art of Dune was born from those storyboards. So I would say that, yeah, I would love to publish these uh, one day.
1: And then I was wondering if you could talk about the architecture of the spaceship, specifically the smaller like helicopter types. They're so, um, They seem so ripe to fly in a sandstorm, how their wings fold up and how they shoot forward like insects.
2: Uh, I will will start and then I will leave. Patrice will go on. I will say that at the beginning uh, uh, in the book, the description of these uh, flying machines, ornithopters, are meant to be like, orni means birds, meaning that it's something that has flapping wings. And uh, I was saying to myself, it's uh, that's going to be a challenge because it can be, it can look silly. I mean, it, it need. I wanted it to be look. Uh, I, w- I wanted to be like uh, believable, uh, beautiful, strong. And so, I um, I thought that it would be more uh, uh, interesting to go toward the insect world, because of the insect have uh, the, as we know, are very uh, muscular and and uh, uh, strong uh, <clears throat> uh, species. Uh, so. Uh, um, I went for a, I, su- I, I suggested the, the idea to go toward the dragonfly that will be closer to the idea of an helicopter. And I said to Patrice, it needs to look uh, muscular, mean and, and, and uh, military style. It needs to be made for, to, to resist to difficult environments. And uh, I made some little sketches with my storyboard artist and then gave this to Patrice that went, came back with that crazy beast. I still remember that one, one. One of my big high is when Patrice showed me is the, is uh, what he said. Okay, Denis, I think I got it after months of research, mm-hmm. and he showed me, and I was like, wow! I was so deeply excited. Well, it was uh, it, it
0: like in the in the Dune universe, these arnitopters, like uh, the fans. One of the it's one of the, the the multiple elements that you know that the fans are gonna look at. And and pinpoint is like is is that made right or, or, or wrong and if it's if it's made wrong you're gonna know very 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 <laughs> fast, and um, so Denis like passed like a, the the the, the, uh, the his sketches, and um, the 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 detail that Denis it was important for him that obviously uh, they, we needed to believe that these 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 machines could fly. And uh, they could stand the, the, the elements of Arrakis. And um, so, again, the, the, the architecture of, of Arrakis was already kind of developed, the angularity, the, the Caledon also. And um, we were looking at, the, at, at different, uh, like a different, like, like the dragonflies, the, the, the hummingbird, uh, we, we and 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 bees also slow down motion of the bees, how how they how they how they move, and uh, a sculpture. I remember seeing a sculpture uh, uh, from a, a Bulgarian. Uh, uh, there was like a, um, the, the the sculpture has nothing to do with the, with the ornithopters, but it's the angularity that that, that, that I that I liked. And um, we started working with um, with a George Hall, a concept artist that uh, is super talented, amazing. And uh, with Denny's sketch, my sketches, hit the references, and explaining to him what what, what, what was needed. Uh, George then went into like started drawing, came back, there was some back and forth and quite quite fast, it became what what was presented to Denny afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it was um, it was uh, it was a, and then we decided to, for Denis and for 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 the good of the movie, we decided to that it was uh, we needed to make it for real, obviously not flying without without the the wings that would be uh, then added in in VFX, and we um, we had them built at the shop called BGI, in London, and um, they were quite big. They were uh, they scared they were a beast. lot of people. They were beasts. But they needed to be that big because because if they're gonna stand, you know, like the 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 the, the winds uh, and 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 the sand and in the mechanism, so it 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 needed to to look, uh, you know, like rugged and and believable, right? So there was some angularity of the of the of the design that also uh, uh, were inspired by uh, old old Russian tanks. Uh, that had those angles, those stealth-like angles.
1: It was th- all real sets, or were there some CGI?
2: The I, I will say that of course the movie's filled with C- CGI. In the, the way that uh, uh, it would be a lie to say that. Uh, but uh, uh, all the sets were, uh, uh, I think, apart from <clears throat> there's one set that uh, uh, that was uh, needed a severe uh, set extension. Uh, because uh, it's a long story, but I will say that the the Sardaukar scene uh, was needed to be shot in Iceland or something like that. It was not possible. So this one was relying a a bit more on the... the, I should not talk about that one. (laughs) I will say that the whole movie was mostly built. I mean, it's like there was always something either uh, uh, at the minimum. There was a, either we were like in real environments or patrice was building uh uh so there was like the set extension was always like just above to, to create the, the 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 enormity or things
0: but uh, there was like we
2: built a lot yeah
0: we we did we we, we embraced the old hollywood style basically <laughs> yeah. we um the uh there's obviously technological help uh, with set extension but we for for Denis, it's always been important for him to to have uh, immersive uh, environments, and uh, we are obviously limited with our budget sometimes, and and also by the the size of the sound stages or the backlots. But uh, we went for it, and with the help of uh, of uh, uh, Paul Lambert, our amazing uh, uh, visual effects supervisor, he was telling me that like, we had multiple discussions, and was telling me and encouraging me like. The more you give me, the more you build, the more I'll, you know, I will be able to 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 make it look real. So I said, okay, this is this is great. We're on the same page. And, but uh, but
2: we had to find strategies sometimes, yes. sorry, because I the, the thing there's some environment were so huge there was no stage on earth to be able to recreate <laughs> those. So the way we did it, it was more to work with uh, uh, fabric yeah. that will recreate the texture of the walls and to give uh, outside we were. We, we did some crazy thing between sound stages where we blocked uh, 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 part of, uh, of the environment between sound stages in order to basically what Patrice did was to build what will be some kind of shape of a set yep. Yep. outside. So Greg Fraser will work actually with the real sunlight that uh, will bounce into sand that will be a piece of sets yep. that will but that was massive it was just to have the proper uh, light uh, 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 on the characters and and then in cg will be put the environment on the roof and and everything but it's like it's it's just that we needed to recreate the perfect light at the end of the day you're going to believe in environment if the light is uh, uh, not realistic yeah.
0: yeah it's creating the light volume and the uh... And uh, that was
2: a, uh, that was very complex. Yeah,
0: <laughs> It was complex. So there was some, uh, some, some, some stuff that were uh, with, with, with the, with, with the, the power of the will from, from, from production, from our first idea as well, Who <laughs> was like, okay, this plan is crazy enough to work. That's a, that's an expression I have sometimes when things are very difficult, that they're crazy enough to work because everybody will focus on that idea for it to su- succeed and, 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 make sure that the blind sides are covered. So there, but there was like, a, the, the Nexus was, was one of those, uh, mm. all the, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, there were some good challenges.
1: Have you drafted some concepts already for the sequel? Or are there some concepts you've drafted for the first film we haven't seen that are gonna make it their way into the sequel?
2: The answer is yes. <laughs> that the, 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 there's tons of very, very exciting stuff that uh, uh, Patrice uh, uh, did uh, that are ready and that uh, are absolutely, absolutely beautiful, and uh, and uh, that I, I will be very excited to uh, to bring to life. I mean, probably the best stuff is is uh, not. I should not say that, but the, the great stuff, great great stuff, is a. Uh, it's not all done, but there's a part of it that's already uh, done. Yeah.
1: Last, last question. Is Cleopatra still in the mix for you? Is yes. that Got it. Yes,
2: yes okay. definitely. It's a, it's a project that uh, is in
1: development right now. And would the two of you reteam on that?
2: I never spoke to Patrice about that, but uh, uh, I, I, unfortunately, it's that's like... A, I, I, that's I, a I, very good question. Thank you
0: for asking. <laughs> It's, it's, you know, it's, it's like it's like
2: will you marry Patrice? Patrice, do you want to marry me? Yes. <laughs> no, no, but 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 yeah, of course. Uh, uh, I will say this: you ask a question about Blade Runner 2049. I never <laughs> take anyone for granted because uh, uh, someone like Patrice, that is over talented, is uh, is always uh, can have uh, commitments with uh, other people, and I respect that, and I think it's healthy for uh, uh, specifically when we asked yeah. a close friends that yeah. sometimes to to work a little bit of, uh, and go back together. It's healthy. I think it's healthy for the relationship. Yeah. Now, you, uh, you, I would be super honest. Would I love to make a Cleopatra with Patrice? Of course, I, I. that will be part of the dream. But I didn't ask him yet. And, and I, I'm waiting for to find the right moment when the snow will be and, and I bring him in the coffee and <laughs> Patrice, so would you like to make Cleopatra with me? But now he doesn't know, so it's okay. <laughs> I didn't hear anything.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Ciao. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro, and our podcast series has been produced by David Janov. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode.